Welcome to the Milestone Church Podcast. Whether you are at home, on the road, or at work, we hope you find this message encouraging and helpful for your life. You can watch other messages just like this one on our website at milestonechurch.com slash messages. Come on. Let's, let's applaud Jesus. Let's applaud Jesus today. And listen, I applaud you because between you or him and you, you're the ones that make this an awesome place. So you may have a seat. It's my honor. What a generous introduction there. I'm just, I'm just excited to go to church with you, serve Jesus with you. It's my honor uh, to just to be a church member here at Milestone Church alongside of you. You guys make this an awesome place, and the presence of God makes this an awesome place. Well, we're continuing our series, Summer at Milestone Church. I want to welcome those of us joining online today, those in our additional seating in the commons, video venues, those watching at a later time. We are continuing Summer at Milestone in this idea to get move-in ready. Pastor Jeff introduced it to us at the start of the summer. We're a big family, and we're, we're taking big steps together, and when you're taking big steps, it's a big family. We gotta make sure we're all on the same page. We're, we're all moving ready, because in just two weeks, we're moving into our new space. And I wanna make sure you know what's coming. Here's what's coming, our new kids' building, our new common space, our expanded worship center, the new kids' building is a dedicated elementary building. They've got state-of-the-art atmospheric projection. I don't even know exactly what that means, but man, it looks cool on those walls back there, and your kids are gonna be talking about it. We got this play zone that's got incredible games where kids are playing with other kids, building relationships. I met a first-time mom last week, and she said, I couldn't get my kid to go to kids' church. I'm like, well, give it two weeks. They'll be wanting to go, I promise you. And then also in that kids' commons, it's just a place for those of you raising kids where you parents can connect and build relationships as well as your kids are connecting in their classes, you guys will be able to connect as well. Also in the comms, we've got a bunch more restrooms coming. We've got space to connect and hang out. In the worship center, we're putting the seats in for your friends and your family have a place to come in and worship with us. And also we're putting in additional exits. And so this is gonna become a main exit right out this door here, out to the commons and at the top of the risers, we have more exits as well coming to help you out of the room uh, faster. All right, as we're getting moving ready, uh, there's a verse in the Bible in Proverbs uh, 21 that reminds me of. Proverbs 21 31 says this. It says, the horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory rests with the Lord. It's this combination of there's preparation on our part, but then there's an anticipation. We need Jesus to show up. The horse is made ready. I don't know how you get a horse ready, you know, maybe a saddle, some armor, and then it's just like, yay, you know, you send it off in a battle. No, a horse don't fight. There's a rider on that horse that's getting ready as well, preparing. And that's what we are. We're, we're that rider. We're the person getting ready, but also we're anticipating what God's going to do. So how do we get ready? Informed, involved, inviting. So in the summer series, Pastor uh, Luke, the start of July, talked about being informed, knowing what's happening, knowing why we're doing it, because people matter to God. And then some practical things of what's happening and introduced the website, the Move In Ready website, where we've housed answers to a lot of the questions that you may have with so many moving pieces and service times and, and dates and activities, all the things, it's all housed right there for you. And then in the middle of the month, Pastor Jed Walker, he talked about being involved. 
using our gifts, serving in the church. And I just wanna celebrate the fact that we've had hundreds of you join the Milestone Serve Team in just the last several months. Can we applaud all the new Serve Team members that have gotten in the game? Hundreds of you, it's just phenomenal. Like Pastor Jeff said, we got 150 more spots. Those are spots, we're gonna have people serving people, serving people that are serving people. We're gonna create spots because it's more about you using your gift than it is about even the need. Like we're meeting the need, but we want you to be able to activate your gift for you to see what God wants to do through you in the church. So if you wanna join the serve team, after this service, serve team central right out here, go out there to say, hey, how can you use me? And we'll find a great spot for you to use your gift. So informed, involved, today I'm talking to you about inviting, being an inviting church, a church that intentionally invites people in and then warmly welcomes those who come. But as we're talking about growing, as we're talking about uh, inviting people, getting bigger, expanding the building space, I wanna address maybe a thought that may be bouncing around in the back of your head. Maybe you feel comfortable sharing it. I know in my small group even this week, some of the guys were sharing and they had this thought and you know, I've had this thought from time to time and, and here's the thought you may be having. I don't want it to change. I don't want it to change. I wanna reach people. I wanna make a difference, but I don't want it to change. I like Milestone, I like the way it is. I like, for my family, for me, I like the way it is. And, and I'm with you, I don't want it to change either. I don't like change in general. Those who know me know that I'm very predictable. I like what I like, and I like it again, and again, and I like it again, and again. How many of you are like change? You mean like change? So, Y'all are the cool people. I mean, you're like the cool character in the movie. I'm like, you're playing Brad Pitt. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just not that guy, you know? Just, just a free, spontaneous, just adaptable change. Like, that's not me. I'm very predictable. I mean, I plan spontaneous moments. Like, that's, that's me. I just kind of work in it, which you probably have one. Let's do one here, right? I don't like change, and so I don't want it to change either. But I've been at Milestone Church for 20 years. I haven't changed my church in 20 years. So I got a little perspective. I got a little history uh, to share with you. Back in the Indian Springs Middle School where my wife and I were invited to Milestone Church, there was a group of people that made a move to a lease building in South Keller. They made this jump, and there was this thought, though. They're like, man, I, just, I don't want it to change. And that group of people in that lease building moved to our first owned property up in uh, Keller here on 1709, a grocery store behind Taco Casa. And they made that jump and they wanted to reach people, but they said, I just don't want it to change. And that group of people, as hard as it was to leave Taco Casa and all the great things in the grocery store, they made a move to start open a campus in Keller to reach and serve more people in the region. And they made the move, but in the back of their mind, like, I just don't want it to change. And then here we are, a group of people that we've, We've grown as a family and we've outgrown our barn and we need more space because we're reaching more sheep and we're making space and opening it up for reaching people, but we have this thought of, I don't want it to change. I'm with you. But if we don't want it to change, I think it's important that we define what it is. Because it is not those restroom lines. We want those to change, am I right? It's not the parking lot congestion. We want that to change. It's not having seats for people where they have to watch in the commons on different benches and rows and seats because they can't find a place in the worship center. It's not having to close kids' classrooms because we don't have space and have to turn away moms and dads because we don't have space for your kid. That's not it. We want that to change. So what is it? It's the culture we love about Milestone Church. It's the presence of God we experience when we worship like we did today where we sense, man, God, your goodness, you're here, you're with us. 
It's the authenticity and the intentionality and the sincerity of just the people when you come and you relate and you connect with one another. It's people using their gifts to serve as just stewards of God's grace, serving in different places, whether it's in our parking lot or greeters or ushers or wherever. It's them using their gifts and serving. It's the generosity of this family. Look what Pastor Jeff said, just even in just this project, you've given $21 million already just in this project. Let me remind you how big that is because you already have a seat. That $21 million is going to reach people that you may or may not even know. An investment in our community to see God do great things in their lives the same way he's done for us. What if the city knew there was a group of people that invested $21 million in the well-being of their life and their eternal future? Oh, that would make some headlines. I don't know if the color citizen's still going, but I just got the headline right there. It is. What we got? We got community impact now. Let's, let's get it in there. You guys are making that investment. That's what makes this an incredible place. It's all of that, and it's all of you, and it's us focused on our mission to reach people and build lives, to really live out the great commission of Jesus. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Remember what he said? Brought his disciples in. He said, listen, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, you go. Make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I'm gonna be with you always, even to the very end. Right? He was commissioning them to go and to make a difference. We, milestone we call it reaching people and building lives. You see, we haven't done anything fancy, but we've been very focused. We've been focused on this. Seeing God do awesome things in the lives of others the same way he's done for us. Disciples making disciples making disciples. For 20 years now, it's been one person coming in, or you sharing the gospel with them, they're seeing their life transform, them grow in Christ, reach out to their friends, their neighbors, seeing their lives transform, they're reaching their friends, their neighbors, their coworkers, their lives transform over and over and over and over again. So today I wanna talk to you, how do we keep that? How do we keep that culture a Milestone Church, a culture focused on the Great Commission? And to do that, we stay in inviting church. We continue to invite others in and then we warmly welcome those who come. Intentionally invite in, warmly welcome those who come. To start us off, let's talk about what it means to intentionally invite others in. We're about to open these seats, open this kid's space, common space, all this. I wanna remind you of something. Our goal is not to fill seats, it's to fill heaven. That's the goal of this expansion. And I'm convinced that there is nothing more evangelistically effective that you can do than to invite someone to an inviting church. When I say evangelistic, I mean sharing the good news, presenting Jesus, your life, investing in someone else to see their eternal destination changed. The best way to do that in our region that I've found is that when you are able to invite someone in to an inviting church, seen it over and over and over and over again. The church doesn't save them. No, the same way going to a doctor doesn't make you well, but you're in a good place to get some help. Going to a gym doesn't make you fit, but if you go there over time and start, okay, the same way coming to church, here's what happens when you invite your friend, your family member to church. The first thing they come in here and they meet you and have a great experience. I hear it time and time again, people come in here and they look around, they're like, oh my gosh, this looks like my neighbors. That is my neighbor. Right, they come in and they're like, man, 
Bill goes here? I went to high school with Bill. If the roof didn't cave when he came in, my gosh, I might be able to make it. Like, I know Bill. Because <laughs> you're real relatable people. You're authentic. You're not perfect. And they, they feel comfortable. And they come into worship, and they can't describe it or explain it, but they experience the presence of God. He inhabits the praise of his people, and they come into an environment that exalting their creator, and like, this is different. I've heard cheers and crowds and been in rooms, but this is something different. They can't describe it. Some called them emotional allergic reactions. One guy that I invited, he said, I feel like God's trying to get in during worship. Like, he is. <laughs> let him in. <laughs> He's at the door knocking. <laughs> He's like, let him in. The other thing is they get to hear the gospel, not just once. I love the opportunity to have elevator evangelism where you can share the gospel with somebody or on a plane or wherever you're at, but there's something powerful about the people in our region. They don't make lifelong eternal decisions on a whim. And so they come in here and they're thinkers and they hear the gospel. Okay, makes sense. Come another week, hear it again, come again. The Holy Spirit starts just nudging, nudging, nudging. And then over a few weeks, man, they raise that hand. They say, I'm committing my life to Jesus Christ. And then because we're a church serving the entire, every generation, the entire family, then is impacted as well. So like I said, there's nothing more evangelistic that you can do than invite someone to an inviting church. But people don't know this. People don't know what you have to offer here. We gotta invite them in. And so I wanna take you to the Bible, to the first friend invite in the Bible. The first invite of someone inviting someone to church, meet Jesus here in the Bible. We have in John chapter one, verse 45, 46, Philip, he found his friend Nathaniel. So he found Nathaniel and he told him, we found the one Moses wrote about in the law and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth, can anything good come from there? Nathaniel asked, come and see said Philip, just come and see. I love the simplicity, just come and see. Can anything good is gonna help? Really? Come and see. See, Philip knew that Jesus, he's gonna speak for himself. I love the confidence that I have that we can invite someone to Milestone Church and say, hey, come and see. Did it really change your life? Did it really impact your family? Really, your marriage? Does Jesus really do all of that in your life or is it just, just come and see, come, come and see. It's that simple sometimes and because Philip had a relationship with Nathaniel, he had some relational trust with him, he took him up on it. Nathaniel ends up becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ, in fact, one of the 12. You see, as we expand and do the grand opening, we'll do the, the mailers to the community, we'll do those things, but we know that the most impactful, most powerful thing is a personal invite from you. That's just gonna set the stage, right? So that when you come and invite that neighbor or friend, maybe they got a little bit of information on it as well. Those of you who are in business, uh, that's many of you here, you know about a net performance score, NPS, net performance score. It's really a fascinating thing. As these companies have learned, the best way to gauge long-term sustainable growth for a company is based off of this score. And what they do is they survey their customers and then divide them into three groups. You have promoters, you have the passives, and then you have the detractors, right? Promoters, passives, detractors. And the way you get your score is you subtract uh, from the promoters, you subtract your detractors, and that gives you a score that's gonna tell you if you have long-term sustainable growth potential. 
fascinating thing about this study that they found to be one of the most important research metrics to gauge growth is the question that they use to build out these groups. In fact, they've called it the ultimate question. The question they found that just kind of gets right to it, the ultimate question. And the question that they build the survey out of is this. How likely are you to recommend this product or service to a friend? How powerful is that? If you think about that in your own life, any new product you tried, anything you've, if you're looking for a plumber, if you're looking for a restaurant to go to, if you're looking for a place to visit, a vacation spot, you usually ask a friend. And so they've learned that how likely are you to share this with a friend? You see, a friend referral is our greatest motivator to try something new. I think it's so interesting that the person who designed us and created us and built his plan to reach the planet, the Great Commission, was built on the same premise, that our lives would be so transformed by Jesus that we would then want to go and to share it with someone else. You see, your personal invite can change someone's life. One invite can change a life. I can't believe the timing and the providence of God that here we are uh, opening this space right as we are one of the fastest growing regions in the country and people coming from all over the place and they're coming even with an openness to spiritual things. And we're opening the space. What, what a stewardship, what an opportunity we have. And so we wanna get the word out. We wanna invite others in. And so I wanna give you three practical ways uh, to do that. Because you're like, I just don't know if it's not my personality, how to do, here's the three things. Pray, invest, and invite. Pray, invest, invite. You've got a lot of friends, you've got a lot of neighbors, you've got a lot of coworkers, you've got a lot of people to go to the gym with or you teach in your class or whatever. You've got to narrow it down. You've got to pray. Say, God, I want to move where you're moving, and I want you to move my heart in that direction. I'm not naturally an, a selfless person. I'm kind of to myself. I'm kind of selfish. I'm not even an extrovert. I'm an introvert. And so for me to really be motivated to love and to serve, I have to not be naturally motivated. I have to be supernaturally motivated, which means I really do have to pray to get God's heart, right, to be able then to move and to step out and to make that invite. And so you have big worlds. I would just encourage you, just pray. God, show me one person, one person at work. Show me one person in the gym, one person in my neighborhood. And then you can move where he's moving. And then you invest, you begin to invest in that relationship, serve that person, add value to that person. You know, if, you're, if it's a place you frequent often, like a restaurant, you know, just add a little more on that tip, right? Be a little kinder at that checkout. Invest in that person, and then finally, invite. You invite them. Invite them to come to our grand opening. I'm always looking for new excuses to invite some of the same people to church, right? Okay, I tried Christmas, tried Easter, okay. Oh, we got another one, grand opening. Hey, just come see the new space we've built. I'm excited. I got a list of people at the gym that I'm building with, I'm investing in right now, and the grand opening. Hey, come see it. I want them to come see Jesus, <laughs> not a seat, not a space, not a building, but hey, I'll just come see it. Come and see. All right, and so here's your opportunity to make that invite. So we have some tools for you at moving.milestonechurch.com to make it easy, shareables for online. You can text it to people. Also, when you, when you leave, there's invite cards, because I get it. There's a lot of service time changes. There's the dates and stuff, and all the information is right there. Put that in your purse, your wallet. That way you have it available for you as well. Okay, so we're gonna intentionally invite others in, 
but then we're also gonna warmly welcome those who come. You see, I believe that Milestone Church, when we gather as a family, this can be the most loving, welcoming, warm place anybody can walk into on the planet. I believe that. We have the presence of God, we have the people of God using their gifts, serving and loving others. No five-star, no theme park, no retail restaurant, nobody can compete. We warmly welcome. I love that warm, as a, it's a feeling, right? It's warm, you, you feel it. You know, Milestone Church, you keep it really cold, but then when you're warm, there's just that much more when they just get close to you. It is just warm it up. The apostle Peter, he wasn't your touchy-feely guy. As you recall, he cut off the soldier's ear when they came to take Jesus. He uh, got rebuked by Jesus often. He got called Satan, right? He wasn't your touchy-feely guy, but he understood how important this warmth, this, this love is to the culture of the church. In 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8, this is what Peter says. He says, above all, that's a big deal. When something is above all, above all, love each other deeply. I mean, make sure they feel it deeply. Get it in there. Love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins. You can get a lot of stuff wrong. You can misspeak, misstep, but man, love covers over a multitude of sins. Verse nine, offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. That hospitality literally means to serve and prefer guests, to anticipate, to accommodate, to, to make people feel comfortable, to be in front of things. At Milestone Church, we try to anticipate uh, what needs and fears, anxieties people may have as they come to church and try to be in front of that, offer hospitality, how we serve our, our cafe team, our guest team, our ushers, greeters, finding seats, parking lot, quickest, fastest spot, closest spot, just hospitality. And then each of you, should use whatever gift you'd receive to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various form. Stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Wow, what a responsibility, stewards of God's grace. That word steward is oikonomos, and it really is describing a steward, a manager of his estate entrusted to divide the inheritance or divide out the earnings. Right, we are stewards of God's grace. We literally get to, to, to serve up God's grace to people. As people come and they may sit beside you and that, that engagement, that smile, how are you, glad you're here. It's just, just God's grace right, is extended through you. I love the way you do this and I love that a lot of people's first church experience is Milestone Church. I've been to some churches that are more or less, you know, some colder, some warmer. But I love them when they come here, I know what they're gonna experience with you. I know what they're gonna feel when they walk in this building. I was speaking with our Next Gen Summer Leadership a few weeks back and it's talking about some of this and how we wanna serve and love deeply and engage and I just asked them, who's, who's the biggest celebrity right now? It was almost unanimous, you know what they said? I'm <laughs> just, just kidding. He said, Taylor Swift. I said, oh, okay, Taylor Swift, okay. Biggest celebrity. I said, tell you what, what if Taylor Swift reached out and said she's coming to Milestone Church this weekend? Like, oh, wow. I was like, do you think that um, we should, you know, welcome her in, help her find a good parking spot? Yes, right up front. Yes, definitely. 
Now when she comes in, you think maybe we should have somebody on the patio, just kind of meet her and just be like, look, you're coming in, it's a big space, maybe you have some questions, my name's so-and-so, I'll walk you in, help me with any questions you might have. And that, yes, we need to definitely do that. Like roll out the red carpet for her, yes. Maybe we should get her some coffee, she wants some coffee, and okay, yeah, help her find a good seat. Yes, help her find a good seat. Okay, and then what if she sits by you? What do you think we should do? You think we should kind of ignore her? Or you think we should just be authentic and genuine and just kind of smile and just tell her we're glad that she's there and, and to just talk to her in an authentic, real, yeah, we should probably do that. And when it's over, should we just kind of ignore and just be like, hey, hope you come back? Or do you think that we should be available and just say, hey, Milestone Church, we've got other things that can serve you and help you. If we can do anything for you, we'd love for you to come back next week even. We do this every week and just, if there's any way we can serve you, here's how you find information. Here's, you think we should do that? Yeah, we should definitely do that. And I said, you're right. And that's how we should treat every single person who comes on the campus of Milestone Church every single weekend. Because that's how God values them and that's how we value them. Like, oh. You see, everybody is a VIP when they come to Milestone Church because whether you're a guest or you're a regular attender, this is the house of God. We're gonna love and serve one another. You don't get that front row parking unless you're a guest, though. I apologize for that, but we got some new shuttles that are gonna move you in fast. You're gonna see these in a couple of weeks. You're gonna like them. We do have celebrities come from time to time, and it's really funny because they'll be like, listen, I, I didn't need the special treatment. I'm just like, uh, you just got treatment. <laughs> I'm like, that one, there wasn't anything special about that. That's just treatment. <laughs> oh, okay. We had this funny story. This last year, we did have a, a celebrity come and uh, I, didn't, I didn't know who this person was, but I, his friend asked me to host him. And he's in some blockbuster movies. I hadn't seen him. I didn't think it was a big deal. And so I told his friend, listen, man, just let him come. It's not a big deal. He can hang with me. Nobody's gonna recognize him. It's just not a big deal. This is Keller. We ain't in, this isn't Hollywood, right? This is Keller. We're focused on raising kids and families. Don't worry about it. You know, he's like, okay. So he came to the six o'clock service, which is our, our lowest attended service. And so easy to come in. And so I meet him out in the commons. And again, I've assured nobody it's gonna be easy, nothing. And so I'm getting him some coffee. We're in coffee line. And then one of the most warm, welcoming people in our entire church, someone that just knows how to add value and serve and build people up and just help them feel good. And just, he's a friend of mine. He came up and we're talking there and he just comes up. Oh my gosh. Has anybody ever told you, you look just like so-and-so? He's like, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> you know, I'm like, dude, come on, calm it down, it is. You know? Don't worry about who it is. But if there is a celebrity at Milestone Church, if there is someone you can be excited to see, if there is someone you can go that extra mile for, if there is someone that you might cater a little special to, we have them identify most weekends. They're carrying a brown bag. If that's you this weekend, I don't wanna single you out or embarrass you in any way, but it's important that you know this, that at our guest suite, at our kids' guest check-in, when people come in and park in guest parking, we have an intentional strategy to make sure we give them a bag that has water, a pen, mints, things that are gonna make their experience enjoyable, but also that is an indicator to you that when you see somebody on your row with the bag, oh, that's a VIP. I'll ask somebody special that God's brought to Milestone this week, and this may be their first time in church. Who knows what they're going through, but they're on my row. This is my opportunity to extend that grace to them. And so you'd be looking out for that over these next few weeks to be more and more brown bags. We had so many brown bags last week. I know we do this week too. Don't wanna embarrass you, but man, powerful. All right, we want people to feel at home, feel loved, feel welcome. There's a quote by Maya Angelou, one of my favorite quotes. 
says this, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. That's what Peter's talking about. Love them deeply. Make sure they feel it. Rather than just tell you, I wanna show you, watch this, and I'll come back and close this. We moved out to this area to be a part of a better community. In doing so, uh, we met Lindsay and Brandon Dean on our soccer team. Instantly, there was this, this connection uh, between us all. As we kind of grew closer, um, got a little deeper in our conversations, you know, as we're getting to know each other, he texted me, he was like, hey man, where do I need to start in the Bible? Like I told him I struggled with the whole Bible, Jesus, and things like that. I didn't understand what that meant. It just was confusing to me. I'm not a theologian, right? I'm not, I'm not a scholar in this. Like, I'm learning too in my walk with the Lord. And I'd, I'd also talked to my wife about it, and she said, uh, she's like, well, why don't we just invite him to the milestone? And I'm like, that's a great idea. So I, I told him, I was like, just, just come to church with us and you'll see, you'll feel it. And, and sure enough, it, um, it happened. We ended up um, going to church that Sunday. It was like two days later. That was like really the first time in my life, you know, where I felt like the presence of Jesus. And Pastor Drew was up there and he said, you know what repentance is? He goes, it's a 180. It's changing the course of direction. You're going this way and now you're going this way. My hand was so far up. Immediately I get this card in my hand. I know exactly what it is. I know exactly what I'm gonna do when I get that card down. I'm gonna accept Jesus for the rest of my life. Watching Justin and Jen get baptized was just, it was a powerful moment. It was, it was huge. We had an entire row. So many people came to just uh, support him. It was, it was very moving. We went back to uh, the neighborhood and had a huge celebratory uh, lunch and, and the family was there and everyone was just happy that he's, he's a part of the kingdom. I now know, you know, this is my buddy for eternity, right? Like this is, uh, this is now family. I literally changed directions. Everything within our families changed. There was a weight inside of me. It just lifted. He literally took away all my guilt, um, my shame. Jesus erratically changed my life. Just by reaching out, me saying, hey man, come to church, to all of a sudden, the power of God starts to move and he's bringing his family in and then it's, he's baptized and then he's wanting to serve in the church. And we're celebrating and there's more family and there's more support. It's amazing what God can do with just a simple invitation. Come on, that's amazing. Amazing. I love some of those statements there. We met on our soccer team. Just doing, doing life, just doing what you do, but being missional, being open. And he said, I'm not a theologian, I'm not a scholar. I'm learning too. Why don't we invite them to Milestone? Just come to church with us. You'll see, you'll feel it. Love that. And she said, that first time in my life, I felt the presence of Jesus. This is now my buddy for eternity. 
What a great perspective. I can picture that. Can you picture that with me? Just being in eternity, being in heaven. You get a tap on the shoulder, turn around, hey, I don't know if you remember me, but remember you invited me? Yeah, I'm here, I made it. I wanna introduce you to some people. Look, this is my family. They made it too. They all got saved. Thank you. What a perspective. And then everyone in our family has been changed. It's a generational thing. Remember, it's not gonna change. We're not gonna let it change because we're gonna keep on reaching people and building lives. We're gonna intentionally invite others in, right? Come and see. And then we're gonna warmly welcome those who come. We're gonna love them deeply when they do. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we come to you and first we say thank you for entrusting us with a moment, with an opportunity, and then ultimately with your mission. Yeah, we just thank you for what's coming and the space that's opening up. And God, I pray now as we do pray and we do seek you, that you do help highlight names of individuals and people, Lord, that you would wanna use us to impact their life through an invite. Narrow down the big worlds we live in to where you're wanting to use us, where you're already moving and working in someone's life and help us to, to know that name and to see that person and to begin to invest in them and then to invite them in and see you do great things in their life like you've done for us. And then maybe you're here today and you've been that person that's been coming, you were invited and I wanna remind you, it's church doesn't save you, it's, it's, it's Jesus Christ who saves you. And if you've been coming and you've been kind of getting some of those questions answered and you're ready to make that decision today, the Bible says it's, it's salvation is easy. Those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. It says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that you will be saved. So right there in your seat, if that's you, just acknowledge, Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I believe that you came and you died on the cross for my sins and you rose from the grave and I wanna live for you and I want you to come live inside of me. I wanna spend eternity in heaven with you. So God, I ask you to come and to fill me now and to save me. If you pray that, he is and he's doing that right now. And at the end of the service, there'll be a prayer team down here. And I'd love for you to come and tell somebody, I, I prayed, because we've got some tools we wanna give you and wanna celebrate the step you're taking. And God, as we look at these next couple of weeks and the project and our team here and our Milestone family, God, ready us, ready us for what you're about to do. We're preparing, but Lord, we're also anticipating you to show up and do what only you can do. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If there's anything we can do to help you in your walk with Jesus, please don't hesitate to reach out through our website at milestonechurch.com. And if you found this podcast helpful, leave a review on the podcast app or your favorite podcast platform. We hope you have a great week.